welcome to episode 31 of George's Random Astronomical Object. This episode is an important milestone as there are now as many episodes in this podcast as there are members of Greenland's Parliament. In any case, in every episode I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes the object so interesting to astronomers. So I will now turn on the random number generator. The coordinates from the generator for this episode are 7 hours, 59 minutes, 5.8 seconds right ascension, and plus 15 degrees, 23 minutes, 29 seconds declination. These are the coordinates for the star GJ3470. This is seemingly an ordinary red dwarf star. It's located in the constellation Cancer at a distance of 96.05 light-years or 29.45 parsecs from Earth. It has a mass slightly more than half the mass of the Sun, and it has a diameter slightly more than half the size of the Sun as well. What makes it interesting is that it has at least one exoplanet orbiting it, and maybe a second. The first exoplanet was discovered during a set of observations between 2008 and 2012 with an instrument called the High Accuracy Radio Velocity Planet Searcher, or HARPS, mounted on the European Southern Observatory 3.6-meter telescope in Chile. As indicated by the name, the instrument is designed to detect planets, and it does this by measuring the Doppler shifting of light from the slight movement of individual stars caused by the gravitational pull of planets in orbit around those stars. After HARPS detected a potential planet orbiting GJ3470, several other observatories confirmed the exoplanet's presence. This exoplanet, which has the designation GJ3470b, is frequently referred to as either a hot Uranus or a warm Neptune. The mass was measured to be about 14 times the mass of the Earth, which means that it's very close to the same mass as Uranus and Neptune, and GJ3470b is probably similar to these planets in that it has a very thick atmosphere of hydrogen with a small rocky core at its center. The planet orbits its host star at a distance of only 0.035 astronomical units. For reference, one astronomical unit, or 1 AU, is the distance from the Earth to the Sun, and 0.387 AU is the distance from Mercury to the Sun. So GJ3470b is actually located more than 10 times closer to its host star than Mercury is to our Sun. The exoplanet's close proximity to its host star would imply that it should be very hot, but on the other hand, the host star is a red dwarf, which is technically described by most astronomers as wimpy. The exoplanet's surface atmosphere is estimated to be somewhere between 160 and 340 degrees Celsius, 
which is indeed hot compared to the Earth's surface, but actually cooler than the surface of Venus. Partly because of its relatively high surface temperature, the planet has a density lower than water, which means that it would float in a bathtub full of water if you could find one large enough. However, you've also probably heard that weird joke about Saturn, so it's probably not that funny or not that new. The planet also orbits its host star once every 3.33 Earth days, which is very fast. What really makes GJ3470b interesting is that it orbits its star in such a way that it passes directly between the star and the Earth. When this happens, the brightness of the red dwarf drops slightly. However, some of the star's light will pass through the outer atmosphere of the planet, and astronomers looking at this light can make some interesting measurements of the planet. So, to understand how astronomers are working, imagine being in the movie theater and eating a bag of jelly beans. Or, if you just stream movies at home these days, imagine sitting in your living room with the lights off while you're watching TV and eating jelly beans. If you're like a lot of people, including me, you're probably going to hold up each and every jelly bean between you and the screen to figure out what flavor it is before eating it. Using related techniques, astronomers can effectively analyze the atmosphere of the exoplanet orbiting GJ3470 when the planet passes in front of the star, and this has yielded a lot of information. So, to begin with, several groups of astronomers have identified a phenomenon called Rayleigh scattering in the atmosphere of GJ3470b, and Rayleigh is spelt R-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. This phenomenon is actually the same type of phenomenon that makes the Earth's sky blue. And in fact, a press release from one of these groups of astronomers said that they expected the sky to be blue on GJ3470b as well. Several other measurements have tried to examine the weather, and they have found that the atmosphere seems to have no clouds, although it may be covered in a haze. Various other measurements have probed the chemical composition of the atmosphere and have identified the presence of hydrogen and helium, although the planet's atmosphere is expected to contain gases made up of heavier elements as well, including potentially methane and carbon monoxide. It also looks like the outer layer of the exoplanet's atmosphere is being blown away by the star's stellar winds, which means that it could shrink in mass slowly over time. So, GJ3470b is a very well-studied exoplanet with a huge amount of evidence demonstrating its existence. However, I also found a paper based on observations by a large network of amateur astronomers claiming that a second planet may have been found orbiting GJ3470 as well. This planet, if it exists, would be called GJ3470c. It's estimated to be the size of Saturn, and it would orbit its host star once every 66 days at a distance of 0.25 astronomical units from the star. The problem is that the paper on GJ3470c has not been published in the scientific journal, so it has not yet gone through the same type of scientific review as the multiple papers that have been published on GJ3470b. This by itself means that the results from this paper should be treated extremely cautiously. To be fair to the amateur astronomers, though, 
they themselves also indicate that their results should be treated with a lot of caution and that their results need to be confirmed by the broader astronomical community as well. They even posted their data online. It will be interesting to see whether the existence of GJ3470C is confirmed. And if it is, I think the amateur astronomers deserve a lot of credit for their work. So that's my summary of GJ3470 and its exoplanetary system. The location on the Earth's surface corresponding to the position of GJ3470 in the sky is about 13 kilometers off the coast of Palawig in the Philippines. Palawig, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, is a place that you would visit if you want to climb Mount Tabalao, the tallest mountain in the Zambales Mountains on the west side of the island of Luzon. If you end up in the location corresponding to the position of GJ3470 off the coast of Palawig, you've gone the wrong way for mountain climbing. On the other hand, you were probably more interested in either scuba diving or fishing anyway. The website for this podcast is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can visit the website to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, and send me random feedback. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de, which is distributed by filmmusic.io under a CC 4.0 attribution license. The sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening.